episode number 83, SEMA Show 2016. Welcome to the Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezza. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of the Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Camaro Show. I'm Chris. I'm Jason. And it's all SEMA, all the time, all day. (laughs) Yeah, well, it was all week long. Yeah, um, this is gonna yeah, man, be our. I'm still, de- I'm still decompressing. Yeah, tell me about it. Tell me about it. And then this weekend we get to set the clocks back another half or another hour. Yay! Nothing like messing up our time zones again for us. Again. Yeah. Well, this is gonna be our whole 2016 SEMA show episode. We're pushing the voicemails. Any any emails, voicemails we get this week. Sorry. Uh, it's getting pushed to next week. Um, we've got a bunch of interviews. We've got a lot of information on cars that Chevrolet showed. Yeah, neat stuff. We got some sales figures to talk about. And I th- think I know how it's going to go this time. Yeah. So let's get let's get to it. Sunday, we both get to Vegas. Boom! Vegas, hot, Yay. nice, warm, beautiful weather. It was. About five degrees just warmer than Michigan. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. That's all the difference it, it takes to yeah, be comfortable. that's true. That's true. So, yeah, we got there a little bit earlier than what we had, at least I have in the previous years, and um, just saw saw the sights. I had my wife there with me, played some tables a little bit, and got together with our friend Jason Port and you. Um, so we talked Camaro and all that cool stuff. And then, uh, well, I guess we just kind of goofed around until Monday night when the big Chevrolet media event was. Yeah, yeah, they had it over at uh, Westgate again in a better room than last year. <laughs> I, I can yeah. say last year was more of a stadium seating with a stage and a presentation. This is back to kind of like what we're used to, a, a wide-open ballroom with a roped-out section for them to do their presentation and bring out the cars. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and it was and it was cool. And they brought up some cool cars. Not as many Camaros as I was hoping. Really? Well, I think I think it was about trucks, what, four trucks seemed to take center stage. I don't know if this was like the truck year or something for SEMA, because normally outside, I like to go through and take a lot of pictures of Camaros. This year, I did not, because it yeah. was all trucks. A lot of trucks. And that whole front area. I was like, what the heck? Not a truck person. They're okay. Just not a truck person. So, yeah. Trucks are hot right now. So, that's what the media event focused on, I think, more than anything. At least spent more time on. Yeah. It was trucks. What's really cool is that John Force and Ashley Force and Brittany Force were just kind of standing there in the audience and they were acknowledging that was it. Yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah. So, and then after the, the whole presentation, of course, you get to go and look at the cars that they released. And who did we get to talk to? None other than. Dale Earnhardt Jr. Yeah. He was uh, unveiling a car with Chevrolet, a, a slammed Chevelle that, that yeah. he rolled out in. That was very, very cool. Yeah. That and then they, cool. they brought out a slammed and huge wheeled, if you will, Camaro that kind of matched it. And that thing was just crazy. It, it looked like one of those Jada die cast cars. <laughs> you know, just those wheels were so huge. It was un, unbelievable that they could fit them 
under there. So double yeah, edition. That was cool. Um, and we'll get into uh, the the the, car, the cars at the at the you know the Chevrolet brought out shortly here because they were then at the SEMA show the next day. Yep. But Dale Earnhardt Jr. very nice guy, very very jeans and a t-shirt dude. Nice nice guy. Everybody's like, oh excuse me, can I take a picture with you? I just went up to him and said, hey man, do you mind if I just take a goofy selfie with you? He's like, come on, get over here, let's do this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Super cool guy. He was was he there a couple three years ago? He was. But he just came out and said something and left. Left. Like, yeah. Yeah. So maybe he was busy or something. But yeah. Super down to earth. Love yeah. love love meeting him. I'm not a big NASCAR fan. I'm really not. Neither but am I. I don't. I appreciate the cars that he builds because he's built a few of them. Yeah. He's a, he's a true car enthusiast. That's for sure. Yep. Cool guy. So then uh, then the wife and I we we escaped um, and we went down to Fremont Street and. Um, well, that was just fun. Because it was Halloween. Halloween on Fremont Street. And so let me Val tell you, I'd... they never stop partying in Vegas. Not even when it's the next day or the afternoon or night. <laughs> I know. Because <laughs> when, when I woke up the next morning to go to the SEMA show, and you too, there were still people in costume on Tuesday morning stumbling around looking rather disheveled i think is the word to use <laughs> when i was coming back from sema that day people were coming to the monorail in costume <laughs> that's a long <laughs> night man yes it is it's a yes, real it long is. night <laughs> vegas crazy crazy atmosphere for halloween that's sure for sure was. that's for sure so uh so then the sema show we next thing we do is the same thing we do every year day one we go straight to the chevrolet display and see everything so that so they, they they released the auto x i guess concept if you will as yes. or yeah i guess if you want to call it a concept pretty cool car interesting yellow color it looks um lemonade yeah and um i don't know what you chris what you think of it i liked it because it was the two liter turbo car and what they're what they're I guess showcasing here is what you can do with these two liter turbo cars and it's going to be nice uh, it says the concept pushes Camaro in a new direction, integrating new performance parts that make the most of turbocharged Camaro's lightweight dynamics, uh, said Jim Campbell. The concept features Chevrolet's uh, lowering kit, which includes stiffer springs and specifically tuned dampeners, and lowers the ride height up to 0.75 inch, 20 millimeters. It's matched with Concept Plus Performance Handling Kit, including larger stabilizer bars and stiffer suspension links, a Concept Strut Tower Brace under the hood, and additional chassis stiffness. The whole system contributes to improved roll stiffness and quicker turn-in performance. So there you have it, the Auto X Concept. It was a different yellow color, like a... Like a pale, pale yellow. Yeah. With a tint, a touch of green to it, it was definitely unique. The wheels on it make me think very, very much. In fact, if they're not the same thing as the previous Corvette generation ZR1 wheels, so they lifted that design from the parts bin. The stripes are pretty cool. It's just a neat car overall. Yeah. And and like you said, Chris, they're they're showcasing that two liter turbo. They're they're kind of denouncing the whole idea that it can't compete. Right. And and from what I believe, I'm trying to remember. I think. I, th- I can't remember. It was Todd or Ale told me this. They said that 60% of Camaro sales is split evenly between the Turbo 4 and the V6, and the other 40% is V8s. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. 
Um, other Camaros. The new Copo Camaro. That's why John and Ashley Force and Brittany yes, Force were there. Yes, the 2017 Copo. Thing looks wicked. Yeah. I like that blue it was in. It was like a matte blue finish. Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool. Yeah. And then, of course, oh, okay. The big, I think for me, the big thing, the red Camaro ZL1 that just cracked up in that uh, 729 time at the Nürburgring. Yes. Was there. They didn't even clean it up. It still they had bug guts on the front. <laughs> filthy. Absolutely filthy with dust on the back and everything. Yeah. It was neat to see that car. The only difference I saw in that car is it didn't have center caps on the wheels and it had different seats in it. Did Sparco seats? Sparco seats. Yeah. yeah, like real racing seats. Yeah. That was that was the only difference I could tell in that car. Probably. I think it, that's, the, that's the ticket. Um, one, one thing I was not impressed with, and it just didn't seem to fit right, is going back to the truck thing, was the, was the Hurley Colorado. I See, I don't know seems... anything about Hurley. I know it's a brand name. I know it's like a clothing line, but I don't. I'm not familiar with it. Uh, the, the dude is a famous surfer. Started a, a, a clothing and product line. I, it just seemed very, very forced. You know, when when Could... they say so, you, hmm. it's making big waves, and you can catch some waves with it. It would just come on. Yeah. R- you know, really. Could you but, say the same though for the Carhartt truck? Made a it's the same on the same. It's along the same lines. It's just two different ends of the spectrum. You got one surfing, you got more like blue collar clothing line type thing. Yeah. I, no, I totally get that. But at the same time, it's it's pretty typical that if you're driving a Silverado, you, there's a good chance that you own some Carhartt products. <laughs> the Hurley thing is, uh, to me, maybe I'm just out, maybe I'm the trite one, but I would think it's more like for Volkswagen or something like that, you know, yeah. the beach bomb type thing i don't know it just, seemed a little, it just seemed a little forced but uh i, I like the carhartt truck because it made it made more sense to me okay yeah but you know whatever it's my just just my opinion it's only worth what i think it is um let's see any other vehicles there that were worth well, my noting? personal favorite the 2017 camaro as a slammer concept slammer that, that's what we talked about yeah before, i yeah. see i like the stance of the car i love the look of the car I wasn't a big fan of those giant ass wheels. You want to know how big those wheels are? 22 inch in the front, 24 in the rear, 245, 30R22 in the front, and 275, 25R24 in the rear. (laughs) And they were tucked in there pretty good, too. And yeah, I know why they call this thing a slammer because it was, it was slammed to the floor. Love the look of it. Don't know how well it'll perform on the streets of Detroit, <laughs> but it looked real cool for a show car. Oh yeah, no, it would not do very well um, at all. In fact, if you just, uh, oh my gosh, I'm looking at a picture of it now. It really looks like a toy. It, it, it kind of does. Looks, yeah, like a almost like like you said the Jada, um, almost like Dub the, Edition Camaro. The, you yeah, know? The, those big time muscle things or whatever. Yeah. The, yeah. I can't believe how big that was. It looked good. Yeah. It looked good. Yeah. What I was most surprised, and I guess, I don't say surprised, but also really happy about, was the advances they're doing in drag racing. So they're yes. doing all these drag racing parts now for Camaro, which includes smaller wheels and smaller brakes to be able to fit those smaller wheels on the car. And what was the time they had that that Camaro down to like 10-4, something yes. like that. I was like, oh my 
God, with with the, all the bolt-on drag racing stuff. But I think that I think it had different heads and cam, and it was the it was like a drag race package from Chevrolet Performance. Yeah, which is stunning. And in fact, we um we we kind of talked a little bit about that with Todd Christensen. Yeah, we did a cool interview with him, and and we kind of covered that a little bit. How it was, it's a surprising that they're pushing that now. They're pushing racing. It used to be. We even see your car to track, and you're at risk of, you know, having us void your warranty or at least try to, and all that stuff. Yeah. So, so it was. A, it's a cool to see him going that way. Yeah. That was great interviews. Yeah. Should we Should we run that now? Yeah, let's do that now. All right, cool. All right, so here we are at the SEMA show, standing next to our good friend Todd Christensen, in front of, as always, a plethora of incredible Camaros, at the SEMA show. What, what can you say about what's going on? We have the actual car that did that 726, 726 or 729. 729. Yeah. Uh, time at the Nurburgring. We got a dr- drag car. We've got the new Auto X yeah. concept. Yep. Uh, what can you say? So, what was it like to put all these together for this show? Was it was it last minute type thing or was it well planned? <laughs> how, how does that work? Yeah, we, we just, we just did it last week. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have had a busy year. Yeah, actually, it's been it has been a good year. So. Obviously, 50th anniversary has been our big thing this year, but our performance parts guys have really come to the table with these two things, right? The Auto X has got a lot of good parts on it. Some of the stuff's available now. This has the lowering kit that's already available, Then they're going to have the handling kit, which is bigger bars and uh, links to uh, um, complement the lowering kit. That same setup is on this uh, SCCA car that that, uh, our buddy Todd has been driving and doing pretty well, so, you know developed for the street but tested on the track so it's real deal stuff you know performance for the two liter there's been a lot of people asking us what are you going to do with the two liter and you know this isn't a package that we sell necessarily but if you look through it anybody could build this car right i mean it's got our accessory grill spoiler splitter you know whatever it's got the big brake kit they put an ss hood on it so this is stuff we're try- sort of trying to think like what an enthusiast might do, right? We take a lot exactly. of we take a lot of uh, learnings from what I see at shows, right? People putting mixing and matching parts, and so this is a really good example of what you can do with stuff that's available, and it gets a glimpse of things that are coming later too. Yeah, what's nice is that all the things here at the show are not out of the realm of possibility. Uh, possibility. Yeah. I mean, it used to be the cars that would be at SEMA were like. Unless I had a hundred thousand dollar budget and a custom crew, a crew of custom car builders, okay, yeah, I could have this. But what we have here, anybody could put together if they just do a little bit of research and put the right combination together with all Chevrolet parts. Yeah. Basically, they, they 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 spell it out for you right in the row back here. I mean, you got boards and boards here of all the performance parts. You can plug you can plug and play. Yeah, that's important to us. The whole part strategy really means a lot because you know we build all these cool cars, like you said, but unless we explain like what's available for you and really spell out the individual parts it doesn't really make a lot of sense so this you know basically everything that we just talked about on the auto x is on a board behind you so if you want to see each individual part which is good same thing with the drag race concept so our you know mark dickens and the performance team have been out literally trying to break the car that's the what a great job right there what what, what do you do for a living i'm going to take a camaro ss to the drag strip and you know put a head and cam kit on it they've been putting nitrous on it too to see how much horsepower you can get really? right just to say well quickly what let's get to 600 horsepower quickly and let's find out what breaks and then then we'll know what we need to offer as a performance part for the drag racer so that's why you see things like you know bigger half shafts bigger prop shafts bigger differentials 
you know, a smaller brake kit so you can run the small, you know, tire for uh, a drag slick in the back. So, you know, we're not done. There's still a lot of work to be done here, but it, you know, a 10 second car is not all that difficult with stuff that we're already putting together. You can buy off the shelf. That is one thing that I was really happy to see, and I think a lot of racers are very happy to see as well, is the smaller brake kit for the drag, this was 16-inch yeah. drag yeah. wheel and tire combination. That's one of the things. When the new cars come out with the bigger wheels, the bigger brakes, the racers go, there's no way I can fit a decent drag radial or, or drag tire on the back of that car. Well, now it's not a big deal. They don't have to go through cobbling a, a, a kit together. They can just buy it, again, from she- directly from Chevrolet and Chevrolet Performance, put it on, and go racing and launch like a mofo. Or you can just type in one part number and you get a Copo car. Yep. That's well, right. that's one way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. The Copo looks great, doesn't it? And it's cool to see. We've had, and I, I don't begin to know all the championships they won this year, but the Copo, the guys that are running the Copos out in the stock limiter classes have been really doing well. So that, that car's a testament. And, you know, there are more powertrains coming for the different classes because there's so many diverse classes in stock limiters. So the guys keep mixing up the combinations so that we can offer more for the racers that want to race in different classes. So another 69 Copos this year? Yeah, another 69 for 2017, yeah. That's been one, the blue one over there, yeah. And that one's going to Barrett-Jackson, right? That one will be Barrett-Jackson for, uh, I think, the United Way. I hope I said that right. Yes. Trying to remember which shocks, yeah. Yep. Which charity. We do a lot of them. You know, it's really cool because... Chris and I talk about the good old days when we first got together because we've been doing this 20 years now. And back in the day, it was you break the rear end, it's your problem. You modify your car, it's your problem. Now it's, first of all, go ahead and try and break it. You're not going to, you're going to have a hard time doing it. And second of all, go ahead and mod it. It, It's just different than what it used to be. And it's a great strategy. I think it's great for the enthusiast and great for the racer. Love the idea. It is. Totally. Let's switch gears for to something else. Camaro 1LE. Spectacular card launched now. Yeah. 1LE on the market. Z01 launched now on the market. Um, Krypton Green. Everybody loves that color. But everybody's asking too, is it going to be available on ZL1? Oh, you're looking for an exclusive soundbite here, aren't you? <laughs> so we announced today, very, not, very discreetly actually, to our dealer network that we are going to offer uh, Krypton Green and ZL1. It'll be late availability. Krypton, for the rest of the lineup, just so you guys know, starts in, I think, mid-January. And ZL1 will come in, like, the last month or two of production for the 2017 model year. So it's going to be a limited run and not too many of them made, but that wasn't in our plan initially, so I'm happy to say that we're going to be able to make it happen. Woohoo! It's going to make a lot of people very happy. Well, maybe not a lot, but a good handful of them, right? Oh, yeah, totally. Oh, man. Yeah, that, that color looks great. It I'm does. excited about it. It jumps out just like the Synergy Green used to. I think, yeah, I think yeah. it's great. Well, buddy, thank you as always for the time, and you're doing just a spectacular, you and the team are doing a spectacular job, and just keep in mind, if you need a couple other guys to help you break some cars, <laughs> you just give us a call, we'll be happy to see what we can do. Yeah, I've seen <laughs> what you do. <laughs> uh, Thanks a lot, Todd. All right, Thanks, good buddy. talking to you. Always good talking to Todd. Love running into him at the shows. We always run into him at all the different shows. Tried to grab yeah. Al, but he was already gone for the uh, 1LE drive that was happening out west there as well, so that's going to be coming soon as well. I'm sure be, everybody's going to be start reporting on the 1LE cars. And I can't wait. I just can't wait to see how that turns out. <sighs> yeah, totally. Todd's a good guy. He's he's a good guy. I don't, I don't think I'd really want to be in his shoes because he probably he, may, he makes probably makes it look a lot easier than what it is. <laughs> so, anyway, um, let's see here. 
What's next? Well, they had a bunch of trucks there too, which we really didn't care about. No, <laughs> I mean, we, we talked a little bit about in the beginning part of the show and I just, um, I don't know before and Seamus passed instead of a lot of, there always seems to be a, a kind of a theme of SEMA and this year's theme seemed to be trucks because there's mm-hmm. so many outside. Um, Chevrolet showed a lot of different trucks. Uh, in the past, we've seen all sorts of different Sonics and cruises and, and stuff like that. This year, we didn't see any of those. Um, not, yeah, not too much. This was not also, this was also the 50th anniversary of SEMA as well. Mm-hmm. Coinciding with the 50th anniversary of Camaro. So that was nice how they opened, uh, Chevrolet's media event with that too. Yep. What was your favorite part of SEMA? Um, I think just seeing, seeing my, all the, all the old friends that we have. Oh yeah, of course. You know, not, not just inside the Chevrolet display, like, um, oh, how about this? Um, SVE cars, David and Ed, Ed Hamburger unveiling their, uh, 800 horsepower Yanko Camaro. <laughs> that thing was pretty badass looking and man, that engine, that engine in there was, it was beautiful. It looks like a mountain of an engine yeah. with that blower sitting on top. Of Holy it. cow! Yeah, I tried. I tried to get an interview with them and couldn't do it. Uh, they were just too overwhelmed or or or, or just not available. Um, neat car. They do this. They, what this is the second second year they've done the Yanko, and it's a real licensed Yanko. They 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 have the license to do it. It's not just hey, let's just stick a sticker on it and call it Yanko. It's actually the real thing. Yeah, that's in, true. In, in terms of legality and official being an official Yanko car. Yeah. So I tried to get an interview with them. Couldn't, I did, however, um, run into, um, a guy named, uh, Ken Thwaites, better known as the, is, uh, Showtime Motorsports. He does some racing. I got an interview with him, but we are going to postpone that until next week because we're going to run out of time. Um, but then, um, let's see, that was a uh, one day, then Tuesday, the rest of the SEMA show is pretty cool, but it's the same old, same old. Didn't see any, hardly any Mustangs, didn't see hardly any Corvettes, saw a couple of Vipers and a few Camaros here and there. Like you said, a lot of a lot of truck stuff. A lot of trucks, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we had our meet and greet on Wednesday night. Yes. And uh, it was, it was, we always say it's very casual, come as you are, leave when you need to. So a few good friends showed up. Including a new friend that we'd made that we didn't know we had. <laughs> True, and uh, his, his name is Justin, and he's um, from New Zealand, and hey. was telling us the 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 difficulty it is to get something like a Camaro ZL1 in New Zealand. But they do it. They do it. I don't know if I think it'd be worth it myself, but he obviously does. Yeah, and it was pretty cool. We managed to tr- squeeze in an interview with him. Um, and as well as uh, our friend Jason Port from Camaro News, who was also hanging out with us. Yep. And uh, Chris, you want to you want to fire that up? Yep, right here. All right, we're sitting here in the Octane Bar in Excalibur for our meet and greet. And who did we come upon? Justin. Where are you from, Justin? From New Zealand. And from what? New Zealand. I know, New Zealand. To hang out with us. Yeah. What kind of car do you have? I have a ZL1, 2013 ZL1. What do you think about that? Uh, you know, all the way from New Zealand with a ZL1. We talk about we talk about um, how easy it is. To go to your dealership, find a car. I like it. I'm going to buy it, and you drive it. That's what we've done. But when you're in New Zealand, it's it's a little bit more complicated than that. You can't do the exact same thing. Right. So Justin 
when you say, I want a ZL1, what do you have to do to make that happen? Well, for me, I had to chase a guy, a dentist in Indiana, who hung up on me the first time I rang him about buying his car because he was worried about fraud. And then I had to send him a check without him giving me a receipt. And I could only send it to his dental surgery because he was worried that I'd have his details of his home. <laughs> and uh, finally we uh, transacted the car and he rang me the day he was due to pick it up. And he said to me, you can't pick it up today because uh, this car's never been out in the rain before. And the guy who picks it up had better have a covered trailer. So he was not keen to part with it. So it was quite a journey for me to get it here. And then, uh, unfortunately, it sat in California for four months during the port strike. So I had it uh, sitting outside the shipping agent, and I had to come up and just see if it was actually real, because at this point I'd been waiting uh, seven months and I hadn't even seen the car. And I parted with the money. <laughs> it just sat there? And it sat there. So, in New Zealand, what is the alternative? Let's, let's just say, for example, you got to a point... Uh, after the two-month mark or three-month mark, you said, you know what, this is not worth it to me. What are the alternatives in New Zealand? Yeah, good question. So you can buy a ZL1 equivalent as long as you're okay with having four doors. So Holden uh, make an HSV four-door version of the LSA. Um, it's effectively the ZL1 equivalent, but it has four doors. Oh, okay. You can buy that car today. And from our standpoint, that's not exactly a downgrade. No. Because we can't get that here. We have right. the Chevrolet SS. Right. They're few and far between. They're extremely expensive. So when you say, I want a two-door Camaro, I want a ZL1, that is the only way to get one by jumping through incredible hoops to make that happen. And you did it. We did it. Yeah, yeah. So my wife and I uh, uh, picked it up. And uh, saw it in, in uh, as I said, in California, and then uh, held our breath while it was stuck on a container and driven home. Oh, and shipped home. Sorry. And so once that arrived in your garage, and you parked it there, and you turned the key off, what did you do? What was oh, the next thing you did? Cleaned it. <laughs> cleaned is there, it. Is there anything that you need to do to a ZL1 to, to to meet any type of government requirements for? New, uh, New Zealand. Yeah, good question. Well, because it's based on the Zeta platform, it's effectively the Holden Commodore. So the only thing compliance requirement for me was that um, I had to... Uh, there was a bit of humming and hurrying about whether the lights had to be changed from it dimming on high beam, whether they would go to the left or the right. But actually, the compliance guy that I um, put it through uh, only took a day, and he didn't alter them, so it flew through compliance. There was nothing to do. So you've got to really want it and want it bad. You got to want it. They only um, they only let 500 cars a year in. So the unfortunate bit about the delay was if I had not got it registered in time, and the 500 were all registered, it might have had to sit in my year. in my garage until the first of January. So we're against wow. the clock a bit. Dang. Well, I think it's fair to say that on behalf of the men and women of General Motors that our, our friend Scott Settlemeyer, the F-Bottom father, would say, thank you for your patience and your willingness to go through all those hoops to get yourself a ZL1. And how do you like it when it, it's all said and done? Is it worth it? Oh, it is. It's, it's a fantastic car, and I drive it as much as I can. Uh, I drive it to work. We have a, um, a charity event that we do for kids with cancer. And uh, you should see the kids' faces when they get in it and go for a ride around the track, which we do. They just absolutely love it. So they queue up to get in the ZL1, which is really cool. Spectacular. Very cool. And did you register your car on the ZL1 registry? No, I haven't. 
because this guy here from Z01 Registry and also Camaro News. Oh, we, oh, we I have, register, I'll have to register this. We have the pleasure of having our good friend, our very good friend, Jason Port from Z01 Registry and, and all the other, uh, I lose track, what's the other web properties you own? Um, Z01Registry.com, that's all fit gen, and then CamaroNews.com, and then um, Camaro6. C-A-M-A-R-O-S-I-X.com. So. That's right. We referenced CamaroNews.com uh, quite a bit in our previous show, so you know him, but here's the voice. So you have what year ZL1, Jason? I have a 2013 ZL1. And are you going to get a new ZL1 when it comes out? Um, I've been toying with the idea to upgrade, yes. It's, it's hard not to, considering not to. The, the news that's come out with us, and of course you are bringing us that news, so it's got to be an internal battle. Uh, yeah, completely. Right. definitely. So when you, Justin, have a new ZL1, you go over to Camaro... Uh, uh, ZL1Registry.com. Thank you very much. And I'll then you register. I'll register. Yeah, I have guys on there from Germany, uh, New Zealand. There's guys on there. There's, there's quite a few ZL1s probably over there. Yeah, yeah, I think there will be. Um, I know quite a few guys from Germany have registered. So and There's actually a meet over in Germany. I don't know if you know that one, but there are a lot of guys with Camaros are really, really into the Fitchen Camaro. They must have like 50 to 100 of meet in some of these German towns. It's quite crazy, but uh, I posted an article on that a while back. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, from me, the listening to the show for two years before I got my car, and I had been on the Camaro News site and on the registry to have a look. So uh, it's been really, really good, and great to meet you guys here. Oh, it's yeah. wonderful yeah. to meet you yeah, here. Thanks for coming out. Yeah, They've seen the show, to come out to our meet and greet, and hear you. It really fortifies the fact that the Camaro means so much to somebody that they will go through those incredible lengths to get one. Absolutely. And uh, we can't wait to hear continuing stories about uh, about how the ZL1 is re- uh, uh, received in in your area and and uh, the charity events that you put together and uh, and of course our friend Jason Port from Camaro News and uh, CamaroZL1Registry.com. Yes. ZL1 yes. Registry? It's ZL1 Registry.com. Oh, just ZL1 Registry. Right. Yep. It's, it's hard to keep track these days. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, it really is. So, uh, this is probably one of the best interviews I've had in a while. Yeah. Because we get to, get to cover all four corners of, awesome? of everything. Yeah. So, wonderful stuff. Thank you very much, Justin, yep. for coming in and hanging Thank out with guys. us and telling us about your car. And, of course, Jason Porter, always, for bringing us the no news problem, from AmeroNews.com. No been a great week. Yeah, on behalf of the listeners, thank you guys for uh, putting the show. It's really, really great. Well, please, As I said, around yeah. the world, you can hear what's going on. It's great to hear people talking about the cars. Please stay in touch with Fantastic. us. Keep us close to how things go. Call in anytime you want. I will. I will. All right. Cool. Thanks. What a cool guy. Totally. I can't believe he came all the way from New Zealand. I know, obviously, he was there for SEMO, but still, like a 12-hour flight ride, I think he said it was. 12 hours. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Four, it's <laughs> been enough four hours for me for Vegas. I know. How, I how long? How long is the flight from Nashville now? Uh, three and a half. So it's just it's not too far. Oh, okay. Not too much different. Uh, three fifteen, three and a half, something like that. Nice. I'll tell you what, we walked into the Nashville airport at at midnight, and it was dead. It was it was there was nobody there, and all the stores were closed and everything. It was ghost town, huh? Yep. Kind of kind of different than than when you're in Vegas and you get there and it's teeming with people and you're leaving and it's teeming with people and so. <laughs> Slot machines but, um, are dinging and ringing and... <laughs> oh, yeah. Ding, 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 and all that. <laughs> Couldn't find a place to have a good beer at, at the Nashville airport to save my life, or the Las Vegas airport to save my life, either. Oh. Had to had to wait for, for a, a bar stool. Oh. So, overall, I think it was a very good SEMA. 
Yep, it's another SEMA show in the books. Um, got to try some new new beers. I got a new favorite, at least that's local to Las Vegas, so I got to see if I got any Vegas friends that can send me some. Oh, yeah. What was the name of that again? Tanaya Creek, I think yeah, it was. Tanaya Creek, that's it. Uh, the IPA. The, the Hop Ride IPA. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty good. So it was pretty cool. So um, thanks to everybody that we got a chance to stand and talk to, and thanks to everybody who showed up at our meet and greet. Um, we did... We are going to try to secure some goodies from the SEMA show that we're going to try to give away in future episodes of the Camaro show here, Yay. including some of these awesome uh, Camaro show uh, coasters that I had made uh, for our meet and greet that I got a few of them left over, plus some other stuff. So as we approach towards the end of the year, um, be prepared for some ways to win some easy stuff because um, I've been putting together prize packs for a little while. Excellent. Excellent. So while we were gone, the um, Camaro sales figures came out. Sure. I mean, November 1st came while we were gone and that means sales figures. So here's what we got for October, 2016. Um, let's start with Mustang 54, 14 challenger 41, 27. Whoa. Camaro. 6277. So, all right. For the second month in a row, uh, six gen sales are uh, keeping up and overtaking Mustang up 19% per year for Camaro, uh, down 46% for Mustang, Ooh. and down 22% for Challenger. Maybe, just maybe, all the rental cars have their fleets full. That's a very good point. <laughs> That's a very good point. I wish we could get a breakdown of fleet sales too, but I don't know if that's possible. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they'd want to release that. They're a publicly traded company. I think they have to. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're probably not making a big deal. Out of <laughs> so there but we go. Uh, um, Camaro again, back on top. After kind of a kind of a, a, a how many months in a row Mustang was 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 beating Camaro but sing, but very 15, uh, like a lot 20 something like that 22 months something like that it was it's, it was a long time yep but glad Camaro's back on top we're going to see how the uh, as the the fall and winter sales figures come into play mm-hmm. how that changes everything across the board yep I'll be interested to see what November November sales are that'll yep. give an indication of how we're going into the winter speaking of um pricing and, and all that, you can now build and price your ZL1 on Chevrolet's website. Yay. Finally. <laughs> Man. How can I contact some the web developer at, at Chevrolet to complain that they get their stuff off too damn slow? <laughs> well, I as being one that um, that does indeed work on the old that did indeed work on the build and price um, aspect of the Chevrolet website and then subsequently uh, the Buick and GMC website, there's a lot of red tape, a lot of BS to, to go through to get things right. There's it, it's it's much more complicated than most people would would think of. You would um, think if they finalize a price, right? Here's a price. Here's the price for the option. Okay. What's the problem? Why can they not put that in a web page in 12 hours and put it online? <laughs> they already have the approval for the price. They already have the approval for the 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 options. What's the problem? <laughs> well, the, the a lot of times the prices are not finalized until the very last minute. Yeah, but they have the price out for 2 months now, and those prices are subject to change. <laughs> every every price is subject to change no matter what. <laughs> 
I think it's I think it's I, I think it's terrible too, especially when you're trying to work that and make it happen as a product manager or project manager, because which which I was at the time. You want to pull your it, hair out? It, it is. It is in the in the photo assets. I mean, every angle. Well, it used to be there was like eight views of the vehicle where you could spin the car around, but now yep. I notice they only have three or four. But but there was for each of those eight views, at least at the time, but or today three or four, you have a, you have to have a combination of each color, each option, each wheel sunroof without sunroof you know <laughs> anything and you have to have an image for that so it it populates the web page as you check those boxes and then you rotate it around that's a that's a big big hassle too and all those cars are are all you could probably tell but they're getting so good that you can't tell are all 3d rendered those yeah. cars don't actually exist yeah i remember you telling me that a while ago in fact um somewhere i think i might have the 2011 or 2012 Camaro layered assets oh. that, that they gave me once it was released, just so I could play with it and goof around with that. I got them buried somewhere in an old CD or something. But oh, okay, That's it's cool. harder than it's harder than you think it would be, or I, I shouldn't say harder, but it's more involved than you think it would be. But at the same time, it shouldn't be as hard and difficult as what it is. No, and no. it's always it's always been that way. <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm I'm not a fan of it either. So. Um, let's see here. What else we got to talk about here? Like we said, we're going to get to our voicemails, any voicemails that have been left. Oh, we're going to get to that next week. Oh, oh, oh actually, I forgot. Um, so I built and, build and priced my ZL1. How much? Yeah, $63,435. So you didn't want all the car, the uh, carbon fiber stuff? Nah. What about, nah. The, what about the PDR? Yes, that's the option that I checked. Yeah. 10-speed automatic? Nope. Ooh. Really? I don't think so. I'd have to drive one to really, really want that. Okay. But, um, yeah, but it was really difficult to see the uh, the estimated monthly payment of $919. Ching, ching, ching. Yeah. Um, it's almost my house payment, dude. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it's also for seven years and not 30. So. Yep. I know. I don't know if I don't know if a ZL1 is in my future. <laughs> uh, as much as I'd like it to be, um, there's always the one LE, which we should find out some how things go with that. Yeah, and soon. Yeah, and as and as we heard in the uh, the interview with Todd, you know, Krypton Green is a go for ZL1, so we we're very happy to hear that and kind of got that. We got kind of got the scoop on that. Uh, all the dealers already know about it though now. <laughs> <laughs> But that was that was cool. That was cool. that's going to be a rare car. It's going to be uh, uh, at the, the tail end of the production model there, and the, which means they're probably only going to build a couple hundred cars uh, in Krypton Green of that. So yeah, mm-hmm. if you're if you're wanting a Krypton Green ZL1, you're probably going to be getting a rare car. Yeah, and you're going to pay for it too. <laughs> yep. Yep. Because it's going to be a, a, an additional charge for that color. You know, it's a premium. Of course. Paint. Of course. Yeah. But, you know, what do you want and how much are you willing to pay for it? Yeah. If it meets those values, then guess what? Buy yourself a car. Go. <laughs> well, I think uh, I think that gets to the end of our show. We yeah, have, it does. Uh, heck of a um, show. Pretty much out of time. Don't forget, next week um, we've got uh, an interview with Kent Waits from Showtime Motorsports. Just a cool guy. In fact, they video recorded me audio recording him, and they're going to use it, I think, on their YouTube page. So if they release it before... Next week, you might hear it a little bit early. Oh, Keep an nice. eye on, yeah. on on Showtime Motorsports um, 
YouTube channel, which I I know I'm I don't have the exact link to, but uh, it's out there. Yeah, should shouldn't be too hard to find. He's known for the guy that put his Z28 into the wall in OnStar. <laughs> I, should, I, should, I shouldn't say put it into the wall. He didn't. He just, just kind of bumped it. Yeah. Right. He didn't like completely annihilate the car. No. Um, and OnStar called him. So he banged He's, it hard enough to trigger OnStar to come off. I think did his airbags go off? I can't remember. I don't, I don't think remember. so. I, but uh, he, he's got a sense of humor about it. I was very apprehensive about mentioning that because oh. you never know how some people yeah. are a little sore about that. Yeah. But anyway, we'll be back next week. Get yep. your voicemails and emails in, and we'll try to include them as well. Yep. And any other Camaro-related news and questions that you might have, we're, we're here for you. All right. We'll see you next week. See you. Thanks for listening to The Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. See, see ya. ya.